This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, now we bring you a discussion on initiatives taken for the development of rural sector. The participants are Alka Upadhyay, Additional Secretary, Ministry of Rural Development, and Sanjeev Mukherjee, Journalist. Dindal Upadhyay Gramin Kaushal Yojana is one of the most pioneering efforts of this government. It was started on 25th of September 2014. It completes almost six years today. Now, what has been the objective of the scheme? Why was Dindal Upadhyay Gramin Kaushal Yojana started? So, training and skilling is not a new subject to Ministry of Rural Development and in the past decade also there have been various programs for training women as well as the youth in the rural areas however it was felt that most of our training programs did not lead to any conclusive employment so in the year 2014 the training or the skilling program under the umbrella of national rural livelihood mission was changed a lot of thought went into it and on the 25th of september 2014 the new scheme was launched dindyal upadhyay gramin kaushal yojana so dindyal gramin kaushal yojana was a very pioneering scheme in terms of the fact that it was a placement linked training program so this was a huge deviation from the earlier training programs and also some of the current training programs which are being conducted or skilling programs which are being conducted here the mandate was not only to skill but at least 70% of the candidates who have been trained should also be placed for a minimum of at least 3 months so we set the benchmark as 3 months because this is the time when we were doing very intensive monitoring of each and every of our candidates who were trained and who should have been placed so dindyal upadhyay gramin kaushal yojana brought in this newness in the entire skilling paradigm we target 15 to 35 years age group of youth in the rural areas who are looking to jobs or wage employment mostly in the formal sector the scheme as it was launched in the year 2014 also saw a lot of changes coming in the entire skilling paradigm in the country where the national skill quality framework was introduced which standardized the courses which standardized the number of hours required for a certain level of courses and also a common cost norm was introduced wherein per hour cost was predecided so all of these things together number 1 adherence to the national skilling quality framework number 2 the common cost norms number 3 our own ddugky being a placement link program led to a huge paradigm shift in whatever was happening in terms of skilling at the onset of this program while the scheme was launched in the year 2014 a lot of detailing has gone in as to how a center should look like what should be the course content so as i said besides the national skilling quality framework which defined the course content of various trades being taught ddugky also brought in a concept of skilling along with confidence we used to call it the ask agenda attitude skill and knowledge these three things were brought in and in order to assure the ask agenda we started two things number one computer training which is so essential in the current times and number two soft skills which became a part of our skilling program and this was brought in because most of our candidates they come from very far flung remote rural areas who found it difficult not only to adjust in the urban areas but also to adjust 
within their own peer group with their seniors and in their workplace so this was brought in to develop the confidence which is required to meet people to work with different kinds of people and also to negotiate for themselves a good wage rate and good working conditions one thing which most people will like to know is what has been the progress of the scheme so far in the last 6 years there have been i would say very tiny steps taken in the initial years where we were formulating the scheme we were formulating the guidelines and the standard operating procedures so if you look at a ddug kwi center anywhere in the country you will find distinct branding you will find that our classrooms will accommodate just about 35 students there will be a state of art domain lab there will be a state of art computer lab so a lot of detailing and designing went into how the program is to be executed and implemented in the states we used to earlier run this program centrally then we said no this should be a part of the state action plan so the program was transferred totally to the state since 2016 we've made a good progress and as of now we have trained almost about 8.4 lakh candidates and almost 5.4 lakh candidates have also been placed which is about 63% and i'm also happy to share with you that almost 47% of those candidates who have been trained under ddu gky they are women participants and women are now very proactive in taking up these skilling courses and they are willing to move out of their comfort zone their homes and take employment in the urban areas ma'am if i am a rural youth how can i enroll into dgqy and what are the process of enrolling so as the scheme was designed it was supposed to be a mobilization through the community so as you know in our national rural livelihood mission program we have these community resource persons and also within the panchayat we have the gram rozgar sahayak so the panchayat such as so it was envisaged that these people will be mobilizing the youth and there would be a register that would be maintained there would be a saturation model wherein all the youth of a particular village would first be touched upon taken to the training center and they would be skilled first while this has been the practice till now but we also introduced something called the kaushal panji it's a mobile app which is available in the google store and the candidates can automatically come to know about what are the tdugky centers how many centers are close to where they are living what are the trades being offered they can choose the trades of their choice and they can choose the pias of their choice where these trades are being offered so as of date we have roughly about 14 to 15 lakh candidates who have been registered on the kaushal panji well registering is one thing this data is now made available to the pios of the project implementing agencies who are also able to see as to who are the candidates who are available in a particular area so we assign districts to the pios where they have to go and work with the help of kaushal panji they are able to find out who are the candidates who are interested in taking mm-hmm. the training and they are then contacted and brought into the skilling fold and what kind of financial support does the government give for the training purpose well one of the things that we did in ddu jky was to make an effort to make most of these programs as residential programs so when the program is residential the boarding lodging the uniforms are given to the candidates the learning material is given to them the tablets are given to them with preloaded course content so all of this is given to the candidates for those students who come from outside or who are day scholars or who come for training every day from some their villages they are given some amount of funds to for commuting purposes okay. one time grant is given to these candidates at the time of post 
placement offer which is once a placement has been given to them and they go to join wherever their job is so that is the kind of support that we give besides this when they go to the new places the migratory support centers that we have established as a part of the scheme they come up with a lot of help and they are able to help these candidates who go to the new places in terms of their lodging in terms of their boarding safety etc and what kind of certification does the candidate get after d2gky training so now there is a smart portal which is maintained by the msde wherein they have standardized the process of assessment and certification so all assessment and certification is done through the sector skill councils and there are some specialized boards which have their own independent assessing some other agencies which have assessment uh, boards they are also doing the work so all of them are certified and assessed as third party it's not the pia who certifying them is a third party certification happening apart from ddgq what kind of other efforts the government is making in rural areas for employment many a times people do not want to move from their rural setting to the urban setting due to various reasons so to address this there is this program called the rural self employment training institute which is mostly employment skill development program where the people from rural areas are trained through rcts which are there in each and every district in all the states of the country and these rcts are imparting training in dairy agriculture etc so these people then get trained in the rcts along with these trades they are also trained for entrepreneurship development because the rcts are managed by banks they also help in mobilizing credit or loans to these trainees a large number of them are now doing are engaged in self employment or their own businesses at their homes and earning a decent income because through this program we have been able to touch upon a larger number of population so roughly 32 lakh people have been trained under the rct so far out of which almost 62% are women and we are also figures say that almost 63% of people who have been trained are also settled mm-hmm. so this is a program which is helping in providing rural services rural employment and engaging the youth in their own home setting and when coming back to ddgq is there a target kind of uh, workers that we are first in the manrega workers or unskilled labors they will be first brought into the training schedule so who are eligible for yes, ddgq by you said so we have a very good category or rather a list provided to us through the secc database okay so people who are in the 1 to 7 deprivation they should automatically brought into the fold of ddgky so anybody who aspires for skilling from the secc list they are given priority number 2 manrega workers who have completed 100 days we had a program called the pro life even they are coming we have a special program for the physically disabled candidates also so special program is being run for them as well we are also addressing special projects in the coastal areas also so all these are efforts are being made where the secc list where the manrega workers members of the self help groups they can all enroll into the ddgky program and going forward ma'am what is the other plans for ddgky to make it expanded to make it more open new centers so currently we have about more than 1200 centers across the country we are working in fact in two directions number one to have a robust database of our skilled candidates have mous with various industries who can see the database who can assess what is the number available in various states so that they can come and pick up these children for employment into their industries 
secondly we are also looking at uh, fostering or strengthening the industrial internship program wherein the industry trains people according to their own needs and they will then be employed in the industry itself the third thing that we are doing is while a lot of training is happening across some of the favored sectors we are also trying to create employment create opportunities for employment in some of the niche sectors because as an more and more computerization is going to happen the nature of jobs are going to change so people in the its sector people who can do tally and accounting together so we are trying to modify the spread of our courses and bring them into the fold of those trades which will have future relevance and ddgqi being one of the main programs for rural skilling and you said rice uh, you were also skilling the rural means providing on farm training programs how do you see the scenario evolving in rural do we now move from farm to non farm jobs more in the rural areas so i would say it is augmentation of farm livelihood and also moving into the non farm sector as well so dairying poultry goatry these are some of the activities which gives daily cash income to the farmers mm-hmm. it's a big support to them yes. other than that on the non farm side there are huge opportunities that are emerging today and they are all integrated so we are seeing a lot of spices being grown now there is an opportunity to preserve those spices yes. how they can be branded how right. they can be packaged and they can be sold so there is a good mix of both farm as well as non farm activities which is happening currently hopefully ma'am this scheme gets more prominent and it grows as the government envisages to be with this we want to thank you for being part of the discussion thank you thank you so much it was a pleasure to be here you are listening to a discussion on initiatives taken for the development of rural sector The participants were Alka Upadhyay, Additional Secretary, Ministry of Rural Development, and Sanjeev Mukherjee, Journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airinstitalks at gmail dot